I'm Lake Miller. And I'm Hannah Brown. Welcome to Gem City Diversity, a podcast where we talk about diversity and inclusion in the Dayton area. We're from the National Conference for Community and Justice of Greater Dayton, or NCCJ. NCCJ works in the Miami Valley to increase understanding around the topics of diversity and inclusion. In this episode, I got the chance to talk with Taylor Green about code switching. We discussed what code switching means to her and her experiences with it. Enjoy! I am here with Taylor today, and thank you for being here. No problem. So we're going to jump in, um, and I'm wondering first if you can kind of introduce yourself, say like who you are, where you're from, all that kind of stuff. My name is Taylor Green, I'm made in Taylor Bell. I'm from Dayton, Ohio, born and raised. Um, currently, I work as a case manager for Children's Services for the state of Ohio. Um, I'm in school right now for my master's in social work. So, yes, I'm, I'm in the field. <laughs> I don't know what made me get into it, but I did. Um, yeah, recent graduate of Woodward Forest University, um, inner city school graduate as well. So, yes, happy to be here. Great. Yeah, thank you for being here again. Um, it's so nice to have a, like more Dayton people, especially. Like, I'm as Dayton as you can get. Yeah. And <laughs> so I guess my first question is, I'm wondering if you can give me your definition of code switching. Um, code switching for me is just trying to find different versions of myself to make others feel comfortable. I take pride in being a multifaceted woman is what I call it. So there are so many different aspects to me, so many different things that I enjoy, even culturally, that I don't think I could explain to someone else to help them understand. Um, And there's instances in which I really want to because people are genuinely curious, not from a place of like bigotry or um, being discriminatory, but they're, they're truly, you know, interested. But I just, it's so overwhelming that I can't. So trying to find versions of me that are still myself, but it's just easier for other people to translate. Awesome. Yeah. That's, it's, it's so interesting to hear what each person, what it is for them, because it's different for every single person. Um, so thank you for that. So you talked briefly about this, but in what ways do you code switch? Do you code switch a lot? Do you code switch not very much, but in what ways specifically? I code switch often. <laughs> um, honestly, just from like my vernacular, the way that I, I mean, for me, code switching is even down to my facial expression because honestly, without thinking about it, it's pretty stone. <laughs> like it's pretty stone. It can be kind of intimidating, not purposely. It's just a resting face for me. You you hear RBF mm-hmm. often, but it's a rest in face for me. So in, in certain environments, I have to change my face. For me, I listen to a lot of rap music. It is at very high volumes at all times. Even going into work, I, I have like a um, a corporate office that we go into and you can guarantee that you will hear me coming. And then when I get out the car, it's like, hi, good morning. You know, <laughs> like it's, I need my reset time before I have to switch into what I need to be for that moment. And I have time, you know, my car time is where I reel it back in. Um, 
even down to the jokes I tell, you know, there's so many different things that culturally it's funny, you know, because Mm -hmm. we went through it, we got through it, it's over now, okay, you know, that's a joke. Somebody else that gets a little uncomfortable and you can tell. So, I mean, in all aspects, I find myself really code switching, even down to the way that I dress, you know, or trying to make sure I'm appropriately dressed for certain occasions or for whomever I'll be around is is a big concern. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, code switching. I think it's it's really interesting because it it's so different for each person, what they define as code switching, what they do to code switch, all these different things that they do to just kind of change that slight, that slight thing or that big thing, whatever it is. So thank you for your perspective. People don't talk about often like the effects of having to code switch, you know? So I think that it's really interesting to hear different people's definitions and how they deal because I need like a, a a rinse after, (laughs) like I need to, (laughs) Get back to Taylor, however I have to do so. Music helps, mm-hmm. um, especially in like very high stress areas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. So, yeah, thank you for that. Um, do you think people notice that you code switch? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. People that know me very well know. Mm-hmm. They know I'm, I'm a friend for all reasons. So... If you need me for something small, something big, no matter the audience, I can do it. I may not be happy about doing <laughs> it, but I can do it. Um, and they got—they kind of think it's funny because she's shaking her head because she's, you know. So if they, they think it's funny that you know, I just snap and it's kind of different, or I'll go from one minute having a conversation with them to having a different type of conversation with someone else within seconds. So. It's just interesting um, once I sit and I think about it because it happens almost like seamlessly. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of (laughs) interesting. Yeah. Well, and also like when you first meet someone, they probably don't know that you're code switching. But if you get to know them really well, if that, you know, a friendship forms or something forms, then they might be like, wait, when I met you. I hear that often. I did not know you were like this. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, me either. (laughs) That's normally my response. But. Yeah, it's it's interesting to hear people's thoughts after they really get to know you and, you know, know your background and all of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so if you didn't code switch, how would your life, your work experience, all of it be different? To be quite honest, um, sheesh, <laughs> um, I have only worked... In until this recent um, job experience, because I work for the state and there are several minorities that, you know, um, are in that building. I have only worked in areas where I was the minority. Um, And I find just from code switching, I determine how people interpret the things that they don't know that I am or the backgrounds that they don't know that I come from. Um, and if I didn't have the ability to coast, which I probably wouldn't have been there. I I know I would have been a graduate from somewhere. I know I would have to solely be produced from black spaces. I would not be able to coexist in areas where I was the minority. I mean, just down to the conversations that I would have with people, um, 
just the ability to be able to take my emotions out of a conversation where I'm trying to help somebody, you know, understand from a minority perspective um, in which they they may say a couple of things that is deemed as a microaggression or as, you know, something very ignorant. And just the ability to be able to do that, it comes from experience and code switching. If I didn't have that, I'd probably be on the news somewhere. Um, I just I just think about that often. I don't I don't think I would I would be anywhere close to where I am right now if I didn't have that ability. Wow. Honestly. Thank you for that. No, that that's a really it's something that's not talked code switching, I think, in, in itself is something that's not talked about. And especially at that deep level where you actually get to to hear the like the real, the honest feelings behind it and like the things that it influences and that influence it. So thank you for that. And I mean, even if I think about it, that's that poses a really good question because I've never thought about that like that. Just even connections to things, you know, references mm-hmm. and and things that I would have never had any clue about if someone else wouldn't have said anything. I would have had any of that. So it would have been very interesting. I probably wouldn't be sitting here. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that is very, uh, that was a very good question. Well, I'm glad you are sitting here. So <laughs> thank you. Um, so you talked a little bit about this earlier, kind of with the music you listen to, you listen to rap and all that kind of stuff. Um, does code switching influence or bleed into any other parts of your life? Like if you're at work, are you listening to music? Um, does it into the, the media you watch or listen to or stuff like that? So I, I, I kind of try to incorporate those things into everything. Um, I listen to rap music, filing paperwork. <laughs> I listen to rap music, doing the smallest things. Um, in all honesty, it really helps me keep grounded. There's times in which like, I, I could be working all day, working past my hours. Um, and I'll just go drive around Dayton a little bit just to kind of go back to where I came from type of thing, you know, like drive past places that I used to walk to. Um, I, I'm big on stuff like that just because it helps. Um, I mean, even down to the things that I eat, my coworkers, they see me eat a pickle and some um, flaming Hots together. And they were like, what are you eating? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, it's something I used to eat when I was a kid. You know, very, I try to integrate things. And I hope that the people that I'm around ask questions. You know, some things is preference, yes, like food selection or the type of music I listen to, even if we go back to like old school R&B, you know, and The Whispers or uh, Gerald LaVert or or somebody, you know, they're like, what you know about this? I'm like, I know a lot, (laughs) you know? So hopefully if someone is ever confused or they, they, you know, or they're interested, not even confused, they're just interested, they'll ask. Um, But it helps me get through the day honestly, because there are so many instances in my head, I'm like, did she know she just said that? And it, it kind of helps me calm and center all mm-hmm. over again. So it's helpful. Okay. I have one last question. What is something you would say to your younger self, to a young person listening about code switching? I wish I would have done it earlier. Um, I found myself when I was younger trying very avidly to change myself 
And I was trying to change me in the purest form, not the form that other people received of me. And I found myself in a constant battle because I'm like, I really want to like this. I really want to do this. I know if I did, though, they wouldn't get it. I know I'd be ostracized. I know I'd be weird. You know, like even just thinking about things like I knew how to code when I was younger. I was coding entire MySpace profiles. I would spend the entire day making a MySpace profile for myself and kick back like, yeah. But I didn't tell anybody, you know, because at the time coding was nerdy. Mm-hmm. Anime was nerdy. You know, all of these things were weird at the time. Um, even down to the music I listened to, I listened to a variety of everything, you know? So even with my, with my like black friends, I would not show them like certain things or music I listened to. Cause they'd be like, what, you know? So I wish at that time I would have known, like, it is okay to not give the full version of you every time. And it is okay to, you know, save some things for yourself, but nothing is wrong with you per se. Um, I also wish I wouldn't have a, I wish I would have listened to myself by trying to educate instead of getting angry. I find myself combating those two emotions constantly at the same time. I get mad. I'm like, you know, why would you say something like that? That was so ignorant. That was so racist. That was so discriminatory. And then I'm like, do you know better? You know, did somebody teach you that? And if I know that you know better, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. But I can't always think that someone knows better because someone should have taught you. Um, And I try to take those opportunities to kind of get past my own biases and how the world should work. And even with school and my job, you know, I kind of have to get rid of those implicit biases I have and, and try to work through those and educate and you know, get past of what I think should happen. And it's quite interesting to see uh, see my progress with that. So I think I would have mentioned that to myself. Um, and lastly, I, I think I would have just stopped trying to dim my light. <laughs> because with code switching, you find often, you know, you have people that receive better schooling than you. They have bigger houses. They have better cars. Their parents have money, you know, whatever. Um they don't understand struggle. Code switching also means, um, for me, kind of dying down those traumatic experiences that you go through that kind of leave you with some either direct trauma, secondary trauma, PTSD, whatever it is, you know, and not choosing to explain or talk about that with people because I feel like they won't understand that. And if if they can tell that I'm affected by something and they're like, you know, what's wrong? What do you, what's, what's the matter? And I'm like, nothing, you know, and just not subjecting people to that so they can understand early too. Um, Cause you just don't want people to judge you in that way. So that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, thank you. No, that's great. I think a little bit about what you said. Yeah. It's like, you you know, you change different things about yourself around different people because sometimes, yeah, it's important to kind of keep maybe yourself safe, keep those things that, you know, you don't want to be judged. You don't want to be made fun of. You don't want people to say something. Right. But it's all about, yeah, keeping your identity and keeping those things, not letting those things change, not changing those things yourself, but exactly. keeping those. And because then you do find people who really appreciate them and love them and you kind of find those people and you just stay true to who you are. 
Exactly. So, yeah, thank you so much for being here today and having this conversation. Thank you for having me. Thank you for opening space to allow this conversation to exist because it doesn't happen often. Thanks. Yeah, we're, I'm really excited for, to see all of this where it goes.